I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. About to jump the gun there. 503-225-0860. Coming to you live coast to coast. Happy to be here. Glad that many radio stations across the country and program directors have chosen this show to put on the air at night for you to listen to. If you have a hard time listening to it on the radio in your area or other areas, you can just go online. We're all over the internet. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. There you'll be able to hear the shows as they are broadcast on several stations across the country. Or if you just want to hear a straight-to-the-board, loud and proud sound, just go to Aftermath.fm. It's Aftermath.fm. We're live there as well. And for those of you that want to listen to the show at a more convenient time or you want to go back and uh, do some research, whether it be on the show or you want to research some of the topics we talk about, it's a library that you can go to and participate in. It's called Aftermath.media. I got to do is sign up. It's $10 for the basic. And then we, of course, you know, you can get other great deals to sign up that'll fit your budget. So go to Aftermath.media. It's Aftermath.media. It's our little digital playground. So you can come play in our sandbox if you want to and uh, get to know people of like minds and also people who are very open. Talk about all kinds of things. So join us, Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. So just before Halloween, I made a last-minute purchase of Halloween candy. I went to the store. I was buying things for the house, you know, water and all kinds of things, you know, because every week I try to stock up. In fact, we, we didn't have water in our house today. It was just odd. Somebody had guessed with the weather the way it is, there was a pipe main that broke. And so we had no water in the afternoon. It was kind of, uh, I mean, it was inconvenient for a lot of reasons, but we had water in the house. so We were fine. But it's just the idea of, you know, things are just are happening now and uh, you got to be prepared for these things. Uh, so I went out, like I said, before Halloween, I think it was either the Saturday before or the Friday before or something. I went out and I went to purchase a few things for the house, you know, some, you know, non-perishable foods and other things for Liam and for Janine. And I saw the, the Halloween candy rack and I thought to myself, you know, yeah, get some Halloween candy for the trick-or-treaters. That'll be cool. So I come home with this big bounty of candy. And Liam said to me, he said, why did you buy all this candy? And I said, trick-or-treaters. I mean, I think the COVID thing is lifted. Trick-or-treaters are going to come to the door. It's going to be a happy time. We'll give kids candy. And and he said, you know, the many years I've lived here, he said, I, I've never seen one kid coming to our door looking for candy. He said, our neighborhood is too scary for people to go trick And it is. It's, it's, it's sad but true. I mean, we live in a really bad part of town. Uh, it's a, it's an area of Portland that's forgotten for some reason. You could go like one block one way, and it's like, hey, you got these upper crust houses. You go one block another way. It's all bars and and strip clubs and all kinds of other crazy stuff. So it's kind of like this in between area that it's. And, and of course, we hear about the crime that's up the street or the crime that's in our own neighborhood. And it's, but you know, I it was kind of depressing to hear that you know nobody would come trick or treating because, and, and I thought to myself, you know, times have changed. Things aren't fun. I mean, even in a bad neighborhood. I, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, we go to bad neighborhoods and trick-or-treat. My parents would always say, be careful. You may get a razor blade and an apple or you may get a pin and a, and a Snickers bar or something. But, uh, you know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, like, yeah, bad crime in the neighborhood. Kids will trick-or-treat during the day, not during the night. And there's the fear of COVID, whether or not, you know, parents are still frightened to go door-to-door to get candy from strangers because they're afraid they're going to get COVID. 
I think, or something. I, I thought of the irony here as they are now approving the use of vaccines for kids 5 through 11. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just, it, you can't get candy from strangers, but you can get poison from a greedy and corrupt pharmaceutical industry. And last night, I don't know if I did it on the show or I did it on, on Beyond Zero, I, I'm not sure, but I was talking with Ron and Wes about this new commercial that is going around showing kids acting like superheroes and that the message is, is that if kids get their vaccine, they could be super, they could be superheroes too. Yeah. I mean, I find it disgusting. I mean, they're marketing the vaccine as if it were a serum that would make any kid the equivalent of Captain America. A matter of fact, let me uh, see. I, I think I have it here. I'm going to play the audio for this and tell me if this doesn't, you know, doesn't like aggravate you. Listen to this. Getting ready to fight COVID. All of us want to be superheroes. And the most important heroes are those that help others. This year, thousands of kids like us around the world joined the COVID-19 vaccine trial. Kid power. And when they did, they became all superheroes. Ah! To all the kids who volunteered, We'd like to say... Thank you! Thank you! Thank you for sharing your superpowers of... Courage. Trying new things. The ability to save people. The power to help people. Helping not just um, yourself, but many other kids. To not be scared. Be strong. Superpowers. Bravery and courage. A superhero shot. Helping everybody. Fight coronavirus and help others. You're helping the whole entire world. Thank you. You are all superheroes. Thank you. Thank Thank you, superheroes. Thank Thank you. you. You're awesome. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer, where you can get an injection that turns your kid into a superhero. And that's the thing is that they were talking about these kids that were used as guinea pigs they, they were courageous and they were selfless and all this and they were superheroes and now you could be a superhero too just get the vaccine you'll be a superhero can you believe that can you believe that that type of marketing going on i mean uh, in this world of tyranny it is getting a free pass the end justifies the means i guess you know you, you could not get away with saying that the vaccines make kids superheroes on facebook or can you i mean I mean, you'd get a warning, right, for passing around misinformation? I mean, it's outrageously ridiculous. They, they can lie and exaggerate about the science, and yet those who tell the truth become domestic terrorists. So, I mean, if I was to go on the air and tell you that stuff that Ronnie McMullen sells on my show would cure COVID, I would be fired, or I would be investigated by the FCC. Because you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to say that things like CBD oil and all this other stuff is a cure for anything. You can't say that. But yet we can say that a vaccine can make a kid into a superhero. That's misleading. And, and they tell us all the time, well, we're, 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 you guys are pushing misinformation. This is mis- How big is this? You're telling a kid. Because you know, when I was a kid, you know, I used to wear the cape. And these kids are wearing capes and doing all kinds of things. I wore the cape and I wore a Buck Rogers helmet. And I went around with my dog in a, in a stroller saying I was, you know, Superboy with Superdog. And, and, you know, and my dog's name was Sailor Boy. And it was crazy, you know, to, to do that kind of thing when I was a kid. My parents used to say, now remember, you're not a superhero, so you can't jump out of windows. You can't fly. 
Because, you know, you can't, you'll die if you think you can fly. You can't fly. Now it's, hey, I can be a superhero. I get the serum, put it on like Captain America. Yay, I can, I can, I can do. But they don't tell the kids that their heart is going to wind up like Iron Man. <laughs> tell a kid he can be Captain America, he winds up like Iron Man with a bad heart. I, I, I don't get this. I, I, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm just, I'm completely just outraged by this. Because they can lie and exaggerate. That's the whole point. They can lie and exaggerate. If anybody else has a different opinion, they become domestic terrorists. Uh, it was, I can't remember what it was. It was a while ago. Um, I, I was uh, on the air and I was doing a rant. You know, get into a big rant like I always do. Every once in a while I do. You know, get my blood pressure up and all that. And, and I was ranting about how the world is dovetailing towards this great reset. And, and I spoke of a term that uh, actually had... There was this kind old lady that called Ron, and uh, she freaked out when I used this term because she says, how can Clyde use this term? And the, and the term I used was noble lie or the noble lies. Okay, And she called, and she was very nice to Ron, and all of a sudden freaked out. And she says, why is Clyde talking about this, about people? No lies are noble. <laughs> I was thinking, did I ever say they were? No, they aren't. I mean, when experts or agencies deliver information to the public that they consider possibly or definitely false to further their larger agenda they're telling what is called a noble lie they they lie because they feel it's noble to lie to the people because the end justifies the means although the teller's intentions are quote unquote pure uh if they like if they feel an urgency that behavioral change is needed among the public the consequences can undermine not only those intentions but also public trust in experts in science noble lies no matter how well intentioned they are or how they perceive to be, they're still lies. Okay, I, I'm not kidding anybody. Noble lies are lies. The leaders see what they are doing as noble. And there are plenty of people that support those lies because they want to be noble too. And, and they want to remain loyal to their party affiliation. But it goes deeper than lying leaders. For lying is the leading cause of death in the USA as we see. And the pharmaceutical companies have no prescription for this death. I mean, it's a well-oiled conspiracy. The culling is this well-oiled conspiracy that has a cover of vaccines and, and information. I mean, the fact that most people are going to say, well, who cares if there's a conspiracy? I mean, there's always been a difference between theories of conspiracy and fact that, you know, conspiracy exists. And so people are saying, well, what, you know, big deal. There's no conspiracy. Not everything is a conspiracy, Clyde. I get that too. But I, I really don't think that people who say that really know the true definition of what a conspiracy is or what it can't. I mean, if you ask the media, they'll smirk and give you some lame explanation that includes the axiom, the big lie. Oh, conspiracy theories, they're lies. They're misinformation. How can you believe a conspiracy theory? But see, the media throws out conspiracy theories all the time. What about Petito's murder? That You know, when, when, when the Petito murder happened, they were throwing out conspiracy theories about what Brian Laundry was doing, where he was, what he did, and none of it was true. None of it was true. I mean, he committed suicide, obviously, and now the story's gone away. It was a big distraction. But yeah, they had all of their theories, and no one, none of them were true. None of them. I mean, the Russian conspiracy with Donald Trump. Yeah, they could throw all that around, but there's no proof of that. Nothing. I mean, there's a lot of speculation and a lot of possibilities, and that's what a conspiracy theory is. It's like, ah, well, you know, there's a lot of stuff that leans toward that possibility. But it's never proven, and that's what makes the conspiracy a good conspiracy. Good conspiracy theory. 
but they keep pushing this idea of the big lie. They think that they are so clever using this big lie against their enemies. And I don't know, maybe they know, maybe they don't know that this big lie thing was something that was coined by the Nazis. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.